sounds good. All right. It is weird, though. In Zencaster, it says my microphone is unknown, which I don't understand why, even though I selected in the microphone settings hmm. NVIDIA broadcast. So oh, that's weird. Yeah, I wonder. I weird. wonder if um, if it's if it's because it's running through NVIDIA Broadcast, it's not recognizing the specific type of mic. It could so, be because yeah. mine mine will recognize uh, the you know the HyperX Quadcast, like it knows that. But uh, I'm wondering if if it was you know because it's running through a program, it doesn't could be. realize what what it yeah. is. Maybe like, yeah, because yeah. it changes over. Because NVIDIA Broadcast makes me select my mic, and then it makes me select NVIDIA Broadcast within ZenCaster, and it finally let let me have a, a custom background. It was like not liking mm-hmm. it for a while. That says I don't know. Oh well, enough of that tech talk. We can get started. Um, let me know when you are ready to roll, sir. Ready. All right. In five, four, three, two, one. Welcome to Co-op Mode, round 66. This is the official video game podcast of Secret Friends Unite. I'm Todd Oxtra, way up north in Minnesota, and joined by my East Coast friend, the Canadian Mark Carabin. How you doing, buddy? I'm all right. How are you? You know, not bad. You know, when the world gets us down, I enjoy our time together to just talk about dumb, stupid stuff that distracts us from the world around us. So that's why we're here. Absolutely. Talk about the world of games, I, I, you know? I cannot agree more. I was very much looking forward to uh, to getting a little distraction. We'll get into that in a little bit, but uh, I was very much looking forward to recording with you tonight and chatting video games for a little bit, so let's let's get at it. Yeah, I believe you've been upgraded to Mark 2.0 now. You've been fully vaccinated, correct? Uh, yeah, yeah. So, well, uh, kind of. I, 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 I got my second dose uh, a week ago today, so we're recording Tuesday night. Uh, so I am a week in. So after your second dose, you need to wait that two week period. So, so I'm like Mark 1.8 or okay. whatever you want to consider that. <laughs> so I have that one, one more week. 1.9. Netflix, they had yeah. themes and all those other cool things we've been waiting for. So we'll see what exactly, happens first. Exactly. My, my tracking chip and 5g are, are almost completely loaded and ready to go. So All right, I'm, folks. I'm feeling good though. I, I had like no no symptoms. Like my arm was a tiny bit stiff the next day. Otherwise, like nothing did not slow me down whatsoever. Don't know if it's uh, just luck or whatever. Or, uh, some people were saying when they mixed. So I got two Pfizer doses. Mm-hmm. Some people were saying like because a lot of people up here are getting like mixed like Pfizer and Moderna. Oh, really? Okay. Okay. So, so that seems to have worsened some people's uh, reaction. So I don't, I don't know. I, I, uh, I actually, my first, my, my second dose, the first appointment that I booked was supposed to be Moderna. And then I got an earlier appointment and it ended up being Pfizer. And I was like, just stick something in my arm. Let's go. Let it rip. So uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm feeling good though. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to, to start to get back to normal. Uh, it's going to be so nice. Uh, and, and folks, you know, one way you can help us um, getting vaccinated, of course. But, you know, you know, we are on YouTube. So please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Mark's doing a great job of, of editing those bad boys, getting them up so you can see our wonderful, beautiful faces. See, see all of my prop comic antics when I add them. And uh, we just have a good time up there. So it's good to see us and our swag. Like today, I'm wearing a new Secret Friends Unite shirt. So I'm please. I'm wearing a Mario 
our shirt because I'm terrible and oh, Mark, just one of Mark. our shirts yet. Oh my goodness, we'll get you hooked up. We just need to add a real good international shipping option. So That's we'll it. get to that too. Um, to so yeah, if you want shirts, yeah, you can go to T Public and go to Secret Friendship Night and get shirts. But the other thing you can really do to help us out is subscribe to our podcast feed. We have made changes. We talked about this before, but we are now really official that you need to subscribe to our podcast feeds. We have individual feeds for each of our podcasts. And Mark, we are building our group feed and that is on its way. So, or it's there. That one's ready to go. It's it's there. It is live. So the the good news and the bad news, Uh, the bad news for anyone listening to this show on the old shared feed uh, I'm not sure how long. Actually, I don't even know if this episode is going to go up on that old the Potomatic shared feed. I'm not sure if nope, you're still up we don't do it. So, nope, not doing it so anymore. If you're listening to this episode, you're safe. Uh, but hopefully uh, anyone that is still on the old shared feed, it's only that one feed that has all of the shows and that's the only one that – yeah, if if you're if you're subscribed to that one, it's not going to be updated. But we are going to record. We just need all three of us at once, and this is a, a hectic week for me, uh, a, a bit very busy hectic week for Charlie as well. And uh, you know, it's 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 not <laughs> it's just not the best time for us to all record a group thing. But we're going to record a group message, and uh, we're going to put that one on that old shared feed just to let everyone know what's going on and and whatever. But like I said, if you're listening to this right now, that means you're probably on the solo feed or the new share feed and you're all good to go. Yeah. Just a pro tip when you're looking, there may be two secret friends unite. Look for the one without mine and Charlie's name in as the creators. I believe uh, everyone we have under uh, our, our website feed is under just secret friends unite. So if you see my name and Charlie's avoid those. And this one's the, the new shared feed is called secret friends network perfect uh so i believe it's it's yeah just just secret friends network or secret friends podcast network i'm gonna try i think it's just under secret friends network on like apple spotify google whatever uh so that is live so uh we'll be we'll be updating that and uh like i said if you're listening to this you're probably already good and uh if if this is your first podcast on the secret friends unite network you just discovered the network the shared feed thanks for joining us we have solo feeds as well, but the, the combo feed's a good place to listen to everything. Absolutely, and we'd love it if you gave us a five-star review in iTunes. I don't even think any other services actually allow uh, ratings, but that's okay. Uh, just tell us what you like about the show, and if there's anything you want us to address, absolutely do that as well. And if we, you review, give us a review, we'll read it on the show. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, you can also tell us about what you think about the show or any of the shows or, or join in the conversation. And you'll see later, we have lots of feedback from, from people listening and uh, that's coming from our discord server. So we just started up a discord channel or discord server. We have channels for all of the shows. We have uh, we're like a cooking channel. People have been sharing a lot of like cooking and recipes and like di- different barbecue and, and stuff like that. It's, it's really kind of growing into this, its own little thing. So it's, it's kind of, great i'm loving it in there and we're just looking for more great people to geek out about pretty much whatever you want to really uh (laughs) whether it's barbecue or video games star trek star wars uh comic books toys whatever it's a great place 
and, uh, and, and we just want more people on there. So links in the show notes, but you can also follow us all on Twitter and we'll share all that kind of stuff later, but, uh, jump in the discord, the, uh, the, the groups, the groups grow and it's, it's really fun. It's very fun. So, uh, yeah, and in the future, maybe when we can get some uh, good gaming goodness going, we can use Discord as our main way to chat and stay connected because Absolutely. we know it's very hard to get the right friend codes and everything, so this is a great way to do it. So, Mark, when we're not you know, discussing things on Discord, we're playing games. So yeah. we've been playing some games. So why don't you kick us off, bud? Sure. Uh, I was lucky enough uh, to get a code for this one uh from terminals and thq nordic uh this is destroy all humans for switch this game's also out on game pass so if you subscribe to game pass really there's no need to get it on switch that i've seen so far but if you are a mainly a switch player or you like playing things on the go it's a great option uh the the switch version so i've i've played both versions now the the xbox series x version and the switch version uh, I've been playing them side by side, comparing them. The Switch version definitely takes a hit. It, it graphically, um, gameplay-wise, it's pretty much the same. Like it, it holds up. Uh, but, but graphically, you can see a lot of like texture pop in, especially um, draw distance kind of takes a hit. You know that 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 usual kind of stuff that that happens with a Switch port. But overall, this is it's a pretty good port. You know, the, the load times could be a little better, but overall, this is another pretty good port from THQ. You know, it's, it's not bad. And uh, like I said, if this is your preferred place to play, you can go into this one knowing that you're getting the same good old destroy all humans, just ridiculous kind of gameplay and story and if you're not familiar with destroy all humans basically you play as an alien and your mission is to destroy all humans so you start off on a farm you then go to uh, i think that the second stage is like a, a fair and you have to don a disguise and get some woman to follow you back to your spaceship it is crude humor it starts off if you're easily offended, like it starts off, you're stepping in cow poop and you watch a cow poop all over the place. And then you're destroying people and blowing heads off and uh, vaporizing things. If, if you have a problem killing humans, maybe destroy all humans is not the game for you, but uh, it's all very tongue in cheek. The alien sounds like a pissed off Jack Nicholson. Uh, it's it's a, a wacky, weird, fun game. I'm really enjoying it because it's just mindless stupid video game fun but uh that's that's basically it if that sounds appealing to you like check this game out it's like i said it's on game pass but the switch version aside from some texture popping and stuff like it it does the job it's it's entertaining and I, i've been playing it on the go and, and and very much enjoying being able to destroy all humans anywhere it's 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 satisfying I remember that game had some like really unique powers. Could you like do mind control things like that too? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. So you can uh, you can basically just vaporize someone. You can read their thoughts, uh, do some kind of mind control stuff. You can kind of don a disguise, so you basically clone a person, uh, and then you can kind of incapacitate them uh, whatever way you want to. You can also levitate things with your mind or the ray gun or whatever it is uh, and throw them. I killed someone with a chicken. Uh, that was fun. Uh, <laughs> it's, 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 
yeah, it's, it's wacky. And then you can get in your spaceship and really do some damage. Um, and you can upgrade all your, your, there's a, there's a big skill tree and you can choose that stuff. Uh, both versions have a ton of like skins and unlockables all ready to go. And you can unlock more as you progress through the game. Um, it's yeah, it's, it's just mindless, dumb video game fun. I love it. it it's amazing what, uh, you know, THQ, that, that company has had such a crazy experience. Like, you know, it got too crazy. Did what the U the U draw tablet or whatever, uh, kind of killed the company, but then they've come back and now they are like, they have absorbed licenses. They're making original content. Um, and it's, it's great to see, you know, these games come back and have a second life because, you know, gamers are coming to consoles every day. And because of that, back in the day, you didn't always get reboots or remakes or things like that, or even just decent ports. So, mm-hmm. um, it's great. Yeah. So the, and the, the original destroy all humans was released in 2005. And that's one thing that I'll say about this one is I was kind of expecting, the switch version not to have that much kind of pop in, but it seems like this is mm-hmm. you're, you're not like, so if the Xbox version is a remake that you can still kind of tell is an older, like it's based off of an older game. Mm-hmm. Like there are some nicer textures. There's like faster load times, all that kind of stuff that you'd expect on the Xbox. Uh, but on the switch version, I kind of expected it to be maybe more of a faithful port rather than a remake of like the PlayStation two Xbox, is it Xbox or Xbox 360 Xbox? I think. Oh God. Yeah. Probably right on the cusp. Yeah. 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 So I was kind of expecting more of a port rather than the remake, but it seems like they took the remake version and just kind of did that like Witcher style. Yeah. Yeah. However the hell they Mm -hmm. they flip those switches and, and it seems to be doing it dynamically and on the fly, which is kind of cool. So I, I, it kind of makes me wish that we did get a more powerful switch because I think this game could take advantage of more powerful hardware. Uh, I've played it both docked and handheld and I'm, I'm noticing the same kind of thing, but I think mm-hmm. if the, the switch could get overclocked a little bit, you wouldn't see things pop in as much. So I don't know at, at first it kind of surprised me because I was like, well, you know, what are they doing with this? Like, couldn't they have done a port maybe more, I don't know accurately, but I think that probably gets into a mess where this is kind of a port of a remake or what it, anyway, sure. um, it does hold up. Like, like I said, it's, it's not going to be the prettiest one, but it's, it's fun. It's good. It, it will scratch that itch for you. If, if you're feeling like destroying all humans on the go. Hey, it's the only way you can play in uh, Jack Nicholson alien. So <laughs> that's, that's your, that's your sweet spot with Mars that's attacks it, I, kind of yeah. feel. Yeah. It's, it's fun. And, and you're, you're like the overlord, the alien is kind of giving you missions. Uh, I should actually look up the, the voice cast for this because I think it's the same dude that does another voice in, in the next game I'll be playing. So I, you know, I'm going to let you talk about a game first and I'm going to look up the, sure. uh, the voice cast for this. Yeah. I'm going to talk about a game that I did not think I would like, um, but I was interested enough because it looked really cool. And that's Scarlet Nexus. And for a long time, I was actually calling Crimson Nexus. I don't know why. Scarlet Crimson, pretty much not the same thing. Scarlet Nexus is na- made by uh, Bandai Namco. It is. It looks like an anime, and it plays like a devil may cry. 
Um, but it does have almost a feel of an RPG uh, where Double My Cry, Cry really doesn't have it. It has like the most limited things where you upgrade your weapons. But this is a full-on RPG, skill tree, uh, equipment, uh, and it's very anime game where you've got a lot of relationships. You have bonding missions, Mark. So, you know, uh, there's going to be, ooh, do you like so-and-so? Or... Did you give her the right gift that shows that you like her? And then if you go to give somebody a gift and you don't have anything in your inventory, it's like, that's me not to give me anything. It's very weird. It's very JRPG, like that that right. relationships, yeah. kind of over the top. It does yeah. have, uh, it's, it's a future world where there's this force of, uh, I call it like psychic cops, where they're a crew, they go out and use their special abilities to take down these uh, things called the Others, which are these monsters that like to eat human brains. Uh-oh. But these, yes, it's we very common. Those. So, well, exactly. But, but if the monsters looked like they were made out of furniture, garbage, and nightmares. They are weird. It's like a house with arms and mannequin legs and like, you know, knit stockings. So very like weird, not sexy, but kind of weird sexy like silent hill nurses where they're like eh, what are you doing to me uh um so but the game has really fun combat that has to be the name of this episode not sexy but kind of weird sexy okay but, like, sure. just, I'll take it. yeah yeah quote of the day yeah the nightmare things where they put two things together it's like what are you doing to me um but it's it's very entertaining the combat's very good i'm enjoying it a lot um you do get teammates that you get to use their abilities which i thought was a really cool idea it's called sas or something like that where like you can then see uh you can go invisible you get invulnerability you get flame powers you get electric powers and then you upgrade your weapons and but there's also drama about your father and family and you get texts from people and you have to follow up on them so it's a weird mess of things but the actual narrative isn't that annoying which is great because if it would have been like over the top like uh i had i've had problems with the um uh, the Yakuza series where it's just too much talky talky. Mm-hmm. There's just the right amount of talky talky enough punchy punchy that I like that. So it's making me happy. I'm about th- four hours into it and I'm really enjoying it. It hasn't frustrated me enough. I thought I was going to stop, but then I really got into the combat and understanding what I needed to do. And it's really enjoyable. So Scarlet Nexus, it's on Xbox uh, one, I mean, it's on pretty much all modern consoles, um, and I'm playing, uh, basically get a free upgrade to PS5, because I'm playing on PS4, got a free upgrade to PS5, looks beautiful, smooth, wonderful, quick load times, um, and I'm enjoying it. So check it out. It's not free. This is the game people thought was going to be on Game Pass, yeah. and it wasn't. So it's it's a full price experience, but I wouldn't be surprised in like six months if this comes to Game Pass PS Now, just because they want to get that first bite and then get people in this game. But I, I'd highly recommend it if you're interested in a really cool uh, action combat game. So cool. That sounds it sounds interesting for sure. <laughs> Some yeah. of your description well, is like well, well uh, Ryan Trufford and Sean Capri were talking about it on Xbox Drive, and at first they scared me away because they're like, "Oh, it's an eighty-hour game." I'm like, "Ah, oh, no, 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 no." And then they came back and took it back and said it's a twenty-five-hour game, but you can choose either a female or male character and play the game twice, essentially. Okay, all right. That's if not you want too daunting then. No, no, you know, no. Uh, yeah, depends on the story beats. If I'm like. 
if I have to experience both to get the full story, then I, I consider that no. like a, a 50 to 80 hour game or whatever. So um, that's, that's good. I, I, yeah, I've heard some people talk about that, but it's uh, it's good to get your rundown too. It's a pretty game. It's a very pretty game. Awesome. Awesome. I might have to try that up. Uh, so I was right. I, I quickly looked it up and uh, the voice actor from uh, for Orthopox, who's kind of your leader is uh, Richard Stephen Horvitz, uh, who also he's been in a, a ton of stuff. He, he does a ton of voice acting. Um, but, but the, the one that I was thinking of is it's basically the exact same voice as chaos from Skylanders. Ah, gotcha. So if, if you've watched Skylanders Academy, which, which I've been watching with Finn and he loves it. He loves the theme song. Anytime I put on oh. the, like the Timbaland theme song, like he just, mm-hmm. he like shakes his booty. He was stomping his feet. Oh. It's great. He loves it. Uh, so we've been watching that show and it's, it's funnier than I, I expected it to be. It's kind of like, uh, my wife described it as like the cartoon version of Brooklyn nine, nine. Oh, perfect. With, with Spyro being Jake Peralta, because like, he just thinks he's the best and he sure. doesn't need help. But like, it's, it's uh, eventually kind of him realizing that he's kind of part of a team and you have like, you just, yeah, it's, it's, it's a good show. Uh, but I've been also playing Skylanders imaginators because I've been watching this show and I used to love the Skylanders games and I, Sean Capri has been talking about them. I was mm-hmm. uh, talking about them a little bit. Uh, the last couple of weeks. And I just said, you know what? I never played Imaginators. I saw it on sale uh, online, like a Facebook thing uh, for 10 bucks for Xbox one. Oh, wow. What a fun. It it came with like the two Imaginators and the crystal thing that you need and the base and the game, like perfect condition. And this, this woman, I talked to her, she was like, yeah, look, my kids are a little older now. Um, I was like, I'm 36. Uh, <laughs> it's, not, uh, it's for my son. <laughs> yeah, it's for my one-year-old who can't properly hold a controller without smashing it, uh, which he loves to do. He loves. He turns on. He knows the button to turn on my Xbox, whether it's on the console or on the controller. And uh, and then he just throws the controller once he's turned the Xbox on, which is uh, awesome. Um, but uh, anyway, she was like, yeah, they got a gaming PC. They don't really play this. I was going to give it away, but I figured I could make a little bit of money. So she was like, I don't know, 10 bucks. I was like, done. Let's go. So uh, I've been I've been playing that. I broke out all my old Skylanders. So I have like the whole team, the old team back together. And uh, and I missed this game the first time around. I kind of got out of Skylanders. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was like Superchargers, then this game. And I, I didn't play either of those. Um, but uh, it's, just, it's just dumb fun. I needed the pick me up. Um, this may, may be a good time to, to start saying why, uh, we had to give away our dog this week. Um, last, I think it was the last time we recorded. So it would have been this, the, the last episode was released on a Wednesday, the day after that on, on that Thursday, um, Stella kind of bit at Finn. She didn't really bite him. So there's like no permanent damage, but he did have a scratch on his nose and uh, got dangerously close to his eye and anything really close to, you know, on the face uh, as, as that kind of aggressive chomp um, is not great. Uh, she's, we, we knew she wasn't awesome with kids, but we were hoping she kind of warm up to him, you know, cause he, he's, you know, always around, he gives her food. He's, um, you know, looks like us, smells like us, blah, blah, blah. Um, we, over the past year, we've taken her to extra training. Um, we've done like gating different things. Uh, like I said, him giving her food. 
Uh, we've talked to, I'm going to say three or four different dog experts, at least with, with various training or tips or like going to classes. Uh, we've tried different kind of collars and just uh, essentially everything, every single thing that we could do for literally the last year. Um, and and a, with, with an especial push on the last six months, once he started kind of crawling around and moving more, um, we, we really kind of pushed at it. Uh, and it, it just, you know, it got too much. Um, so we had to make that decision and it sucks. She was with us for nine and a half years and was just the best for us. Um, but you know, with, with that kind of thing, I was, I was sitting right next to her when it happened. Like, I mean, basically on the same couch cushion and, uh, you know, Finn came over, he was just crawling around and, and she was kind of cleaning herself. And the next thing I know, it, you know, I, I was not quick enough to stop it. And, uh, you know, we, we, both my wife and I, every time he moves, we were on high anxiety. So, um, so that's, that's kind of what happened, but we were lucky to work with a fantastic, uh, rescue slash rehoming place. Uh, they find, they found her a new home pretty much right away. Uh, we worked with them for a few days. Um, so she's, she's going off with a, a, a wonderful elderly woman, uh, and her, her, uh, her daughter and son-in-law live right next to her and they have a, a nice kind of like farmhouse kind of thing in the country. So lots, lots of place for Stella to run around. And, uh, yeah, so she's going to get more attention than we could give her. And, uh, that was the best option for us and for her, I think. So it sucks. She just left us yesterday. It is very rough. Not, not, you know, my, my fingers not on the mute switch today, which is good, but also just, sucks. So I've needed something to cheer me up and Skylanders was it for me. So, uh, so I'm, I'm happy for that woman for selling Skylanders to me for 10 bucks and, uh, for, for Sean, for talking about it because it kind of planted that seed of like, yeah, you know what? That's just dumb fun. So like my wife came down last night and I was, I was pretty sad, uh, last night after everyone went to bed and she came down for a drink after she had been upstairs for a bit and I'm just like hunkered down over the coffee table with all my little figures spread <laughs> out. I had my headphones on yep. and uh, she had texted me, but my phone was over on the charger. I even took my watch off. There was like, I was fully immersed in this world. There was no notifications, nothing. And uh, I was just like fully just in there, right? <laughs> my dumb little figures. I was like, we were laughing about it today because she was like, I thought you were dead. You never don't answer your <laughs> like phone, your watch, something like it's you know, it's going off. Sean actually just finished a he he finished all his workout rings on his watch. Perfect. Uh, so congrats, Sean. Good good stuff. Uh, I did not finish my exercise ring today yet. Um but uh <laughs> anyway uh you know it she she came down and and she, she was just laughing like I thought you were dead. What you you never aren't looking or you know you don't have your watch on or whatever. And I was like I just I just needed a break from everything and I needed to Skylanders. <laughs> she was just like you're you're ridiculous. You're a 36 year old man with a child, and, absolutely, uh, and a mortgage. And I was like, yep, but I needed some dumb fun. So we're gonna talk about some dumb fun later. But I wanted to say I was playing Skylanders and uh, 
and I've, I've gotten a decent amount, uh, a, a great amount, of, I can't say decent, a, a great amount of support through both their Discord and Twitter from people talking about, you know, I shared a little bit about what happened with Stella and people have been very supportive and, and have gone through the same thing. You're, you're one of them, Todd. So thank you so much for, uh, for talking me through all this because uh, it's, it's been rough, but I know it's the right thing and, and everyone's kind of backed me up and been ridiculously supportive. So, uh, we talked about how great the discord group is and that's another thing. It's, it's just a great support network and, uh, and Twitter has been the same. So thanks to everyone that were reached out and, uh, and, and you too, Todd, uh, and Charlie, it's, it's, uh, it's been a rough few days, but you guys make it better. It's not easy, but it does get better, Mark. And yeah, you're going to feel like you have something missing, but we did the same thing with our little Zoe. Logan was two years old, went through the same thing. Logan got bit twice, and we just knew it wasn't the right fit. So we found Zoe a new home, and uh, she had to be retrained and everything, but we found out it worked for the best. And years later, we've moved on, and we've got a new dog that my son loves to pieces, yeah. and I assume that's what's going to happen. So um, you guys are going to find love again yep. as we do. So, um, But I will say... Logan was a Skylanders kid, Mark. He loves Skylanders. So I was in deep. And, you know, God almighty, the the battles we had about, uh, how much am I going to have to spend on this game? And he started from the very beginning of Skylanders. Mm-hmm. And I think Imaginators was his last. Okay. Is that the one with the combiners? He had the ones that like the broken half. Yeah, that was Swamp too. Force. I had Swamp that Force. So and he had Imaginators that- was his last one. Yeah. For Swap Force, and that's I think that's when I I bounced out the first time because for that game I was like a grown ass man making like spreadsheets because I needed to know <laughs> which because you know like there there if you haven't played a Skylanders game which a, a lot of people probably haven't because they haven't made them in no a few it's been years. gone forever now yeah uh, so there are certain points of the game that were locked behind different elemental powers mm-hmm. and for that game there were certain places that were locked behind the combination of two different like powers and abilities or or elemental styles and power abilities. So like teleporting or uh, bouncing or whatever it was, you know, uh, that whatever stupid little gimmicks. So, so I made a spreadsheet of like, okay, if I buy, let's say these five or six, cause I think there were, there were five or six different powers, but also five or six different, uh, elements or whatever it was. And it was like, I had to make sure, cause I think when they released them, there were like three of each type or two mm-hmm. of each type or something. So I made this like spreadsheet to be like, if I got only these five, I'm spending the least amount of money, but I can unlock everything in the game. So like, that's when I knew I was like, I did that. And then I just, I was just like, what am I actually doing? I got an intervention involved. Wasn't there Mark? There should have been probably, but I intervened <laughs> myself. So, uh, I, and I think that's, it's like, we were, we've been talking obviously like, you know, playing this game and, and my wife, like that's kind of when we first, you know, we're, we're kind of living together and stuff like that. I was playing these games and, uh, I think even maybe before that, but, um, so she was kind of into them too. Like we played them mm-hmm. together. Yeah. Kind of, it's, a, it's a good game. That's, that's yeah. the thing that people don't understand. It's actually a fun, like action platformer. 100%. And it's, it's the, unfortunately it was the gimmick of having to get the figures, which just eventually bankrupted the players. Yeah. And, and it, it didn't help that you had Disney infinity 
Lego mm-hmm. dimensions and Skylanders hitting, and the the figures just kept getting more complex. Absolutely, and gouging for more money. And I said, the sad thing about it is nobody survived. No, that like you could argue Amiibo is still around, but they're to me not like a toys to life game. It's a collectors. It's collectors, collectors item that does that, something that unlocks. Yeah. It's like physical DLC yeah. rather than a toy to. There was never an Amiibo game. Exactly. Except for that um, Animal Crossing one, right? Was that the only one? Yeah, that I don't count that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> even though I played that probably more than most people. Um, <laughs> and it, don't get me started on that one. Uh, Regrets. But, but yeah, so, like nobody survived. Like you would think one of those games would come out victorious, whether it was in Infinity or or Lego or Skylanders or something. Someone should still be around. No. But they all died like at the and same Star- time. Came late to the party, and that just was like, oh wow, Crazy. no, yeah. And, uh, and Nintendo so- even got into Skylanders, so they had like specific Skylanders. Yeah, uh, yeah for what, Superchargers. I think that was Superchargers. Yeah. They had Donkey Kong yeah. and Bowser. Yeah, and and that was like I said, I skipped that one. I was very tempted to get that because those ones doubled as Amiibo. Yes, there's a switch or something like that. You could you could flip yeah, so weird change them to Amiibo. So, uh, but I at that point I was just like, no, I'm out, I'm out. I gotta bow out. I gotta stop. And I, you know, it's, it was just yeah, too much. But uh, going back to this one, I'm not obviously you can't get the figures everywhere anymore. No. You can't; they're hard to find. I'm not gonna go on eBay and like start to unlock the different um, what do they call the senseis or something like that. I got the two that came with the game. I'm going to play it for a little bit. I'm going to get my 10 bucks worth. I probably already did because it made me very happy the other night just playing it and playing with the dumb little figures. And uh, and that's that's going to be it. So this, this game gave me exactly what I needed it when I needed it. And I'm going to play it a little bit more and, and just be happy with without just... There's a theme. You can say dumb fun, again, between destroy all humans and this. dumb fun. Just, just don't give me a complex story. Just give me something stupid and mindless to make me happy love it i love it there's gonna be like a resurgence of skylanders like i think it was disney infinity on pc they released a version where all of the everything was unlocked Mm -hmm. they just need to go back and do that with these games unlock everything no toys just enjoy the game and i think people would really love it because that was just a big barrier i could even see them doing something similar to what um Oh shoot! What's the Star Fox one? You just said the name. I'm Starlink. Starlink. Jesus. Uh, that that'll show you where my uh, you, you literally said it thirty seconds ago, and I, it skipped my brain. Uh, I could see them doing something similar to that, where they they mm-hmm. do Toys to Life if you want it, but they had a digital version, right? Do digital, yeah, and get the yeah. deluxe version on sale, or you know, buy a package online or something like that. Mm-hmm. I could see them doing something like that and making it work with Skylanders. Expansions, like, no yeah. There's no reason why you can't buy a base game. It comes with a few characters unlock, and then yeah, you, you pay DLC just like you do in Fortnite. If you want to play the game, or you absolutely, whatever, you know, you you do that. And if not, then as long as it's reasonably priced, I think people would be on board with a new Skylanders game, like or even a remake of the original one or something. At this point, like I think there's nostalgia for that, and and a new crew, you know, coming up that that would enjoy that game. So, because uh, like you said, they're they're solid kind of platformer adventure game absolutely they're yeah they're just you know they're they're fun to play so um uh, so that's skylanders uh that's that's basically all i've been playing i i did read the Fortnite comic finale nice uh, they left it kind of open-ended the batman crossover it was entertaining um 
and it, it was a better Batman story than it had any right to be as a absolutely like a yeah. freaking Fortnite crossover comic. I expected it to be fluff. Uh, honest to like, I I ordered them all from my local comic shop just basically for the fort like the, the Fortnite items, and ended up really enjoying like the character uh, characterization of Batman and uh, how they 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 started with him not being able to talk and then kind of you know, being a badass is ingrained in him and, and how it all kind of finished out and different worlds colliding, the snake eyes battle, just, it was, it was ridiculous, but like, it was actually a fairly decent, like characterization of Batman. So if you, if you have, it was DC unlimited. Is that DC unlimited? Yeah. That was, that was a very surprising thing that it was free to DC unlimited members. Mm-hmm. So essentially what you probably paid, what, four or five bucks for a, a, a yeah. physical issue. I got it for free with my subscription, which is $7 a month, So, and I got it free every month. So I saved the money. You got to read it, and I got to share the code uh, with your nephew. So yeah. everybody made yeah. out like a bandit. Yeah. Yeah. He uh, And he said thank you so much for the the, oh. the the codes. I was playing with him last night. He was using the Batman skin that he unlocked. Perfect. From, Love it. From all, all six codes, we'll unlock uh, an item each week, but then at the end of it, you get a Batman skin. And, uh, and in the comic – that Batman skin is actually a doppelganger. So Fortnite, basically when Batman escaped Fortnite, it, it kind of copied his code and left a version of Batman in the game while Mm. the real Batman escaped back to Gotham. But at at one point he had to go back into Fortnite for a second to rescue Harley Quinn spoilers for the nobody that's going to read this after. (laughs) Uh, But, but yeah, so he basically Batman fought Batman and and Catwoman fought Catwoman. And it was, uh, it was uh, again, just ridiculous, but, but fun. So the Batman that you unlock is actually doppelganger Batman, which I thought was kind of neat. Very cool. You know, short sleeve Batman, nothing cooler. That's it. That's it. He's a a chunky boy. Yeah. Uh, Absolutely. So, so anyway, you you've been playing some other stuff. So let's hear about what you're you're. Uh, yeah. Um. Well, my mom finally got to visit us after you know, God, twenty months. I don't know how long it's been. Yeah. So it was awesome to see That's my amazing. mom. It's it's you know it's been too long. Uh, when she came out, we had a great time. Got to actually get away with my wife for a couple of days, which we hadn't done in forever because we don't family in the area. And you know, leaving a teenage boy by himself is a disaster waiting to happen. So this was perfect. Worked out pretty well. But what we did do is because my mom's an avid golfer, is we played Mario Golf, the new one, Su- the cool. Mario Super Rush. I can't remember Golf Rush, whatever it's called. The new one, the new one on Switch. Um, and I know people have complained about a lot of the pieces of the game, but the mechanics are solid. And there are not a lot of courses available unless you actually play the single player game. Mm-hmm. You can't unlock anything. There's only two courses unless you unlock the single player game, which takes some time. And people have essentially says it's not the single player RPG mode that people had got on the previous games. Like I think it was the Game Boy Advance mm-hmm. version, maybe the 3DS. This one's more like a glorified tutorial. Color, it was, it yeah. was a, a deep RPG story. Like even back in those, like the Game Boy Color days, it was yeah. the, the Mario Golf series has been. Yeah, your your RPG working your way up to the course champion with with you know Mario characters mm-hmm. around you, but you're playing as someone else. So, uh, as someone who's been playing since those days, I expected, you know, you hear a Mario golf game, you think this deep golf RPG kind of thing. So, I I understand where those people are coming from, but 
yeah, continue on with what, yeah. My, what's so my son's actually, actually my son actually has been enjoying the game, and he's been playing the single player game. So I think he likes it more than uh, than other people do because it's his first one. Uh, but it's more like a glorified tutorial, not necessarily more like an RPG that type of thing, like Golf Story. So it is what it is. Um, we've been playing primarily just the standard mode. Um, with motion controls with my mom. My mom's an avid golfer and we had a blast just playing around with it, making mistakes, like thinking you're lined up and you actually hit the ball and you're like, oh crap. And it's just fun. I mean, and um, it, it's just really a, I think Nintendo realizes what they wanted to do. They like, they're going to scratch more itches with the main audience of switch versus the hardcore. And it's giving them what they want. Um, now what they need to do is they need to really make it even better for non-hardcore audiences is do some things that make playing together online easier. Um, so you don't have to set up appointments. Uh, I know in the past they've had like this asymmetric tournaments where you could just play when you want to play and then somebody else plays and it just happens as it goes. That's not there yet. Um, there's no online tournaments either. So it's really, you play online together, but you don't get a way to make up tournaments. So, and hopefully they will add those updates over time, but they've been, they've been notorious for like, like a Mario party game. They left it kind of lying there for three years and finally updated it. So I'm hoping they won't do that because to me, that's just, let's put it this way. It's kind of lazy and it's kind of like, well, we don't have to do anything because people will buy it. And I hate that attitude. And it's like, it's like the uh, syndrome where you're held hostage or something and you start feeling sorry for your, your hostage shakers. And I'm like, no guys, come on, demand better. Cause we'll all enjoy it. The, the effects of the game, but, uh, but as what it is, I think it's a lot of fun. I bought it actually from Gamefly. Wow. Tip, Gamefly, when you rent a game, they discount it and then you can buy it um, and then they'll send you all the packaging. Hmm. So it's a great deal to try something. It's like a demo for a Nintendo game that doesn't always got it. And so I, I saved quite a bit. So I ended up paying 30 bucks for it. Gee, that's not bad. Yeah. No, it's not. I, if you get a chance in Gamefly, you can buy games from Gamefly anytime, Mark. And it comes in, pers- the, pa- the packaging's pristine because it's only been opened once to open up the game and they keep it. They'll right. send it. So if anybody wants to buy games, Gamefly is an excellent way to do it. So I would recommend that. Interesting. Yeah. 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 Gamefly, please sponsor us. I'm a big Gamefly fan. <laughs> you pitch it pretty much every episode. Uh, I think so. so. I think I need to approach yeah. them and say, hey, can we get a, a code or something to give away? Yeah. That'd be so. fantastic. So I will look into that. Um, so yeah, Mario Golf, highly recommend it for what it is, but maybe not what you want if you're only going to play a single player. With everything going on, I still haven't picked that up. And, and I know Skyward Sword is releasing, I think. Yeah, it's Friday. Friday, yeah. So a couple mm-hmm. of days after recording. I, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I gotta figure. Out, I, I gotta get a new Nintendo game. I, I don't. The Mojo back, Mark. I yeah. I I've been missing out. So maybe I'll, I'll grab uh, golf first because I'm I'm not super in a rush to to replay Zelda right now. So uh you said rush, and I forgot about the rush mode. That's the only mode I haven't played yet. Uh, but that's supposed to be a very fun. It's pretty much like if you've seen that TikTok video with the two guys just running through a course and playing golf really fast. It's the same thing. Uh, but then you get super power up. So that was also in the game. So eventually I will try it out with Logan, but he said it's not very fun. But oh well, maybe that kid has no sense of humor. <laughs> uh, lastly, though, I finally got around to playing inside, Mark. 
I've never played the game. I played Limbo before, mm-hmm. fell off of that, but I understood it, it was a really cool game. Uh, Inside is their follow-up. Um, I think it's Play Dead is the name of the studio. Uh, this was first an Xbox exclusive, then it went to other platforms. I think it's on Game Pass. Right. But I got it for free on Epic Game Store. So I played it on PC with a controller, and this game is a side-scrolling puzzle platformer is the best way to describe it. This game is weird. It has such a weird mode and mood to it that basically you're a little boy trying to just survive. You have no clue what you're trying to survive from, but you're only going to the right. That's really where you need to go. Um, You've got things chasing you. You've got evil dogs that will eat you. And that's one of the big things about this game. When you die, you die brutally. Like Mm -hmm. the dogs, you see them rip your throat out, which is gross. Um, There's one level where these like sound waves are blasting across the level and you have to get so far enough and then get hide and get cover. Cause if you don't get cover, the sound waves destroy your body. It's like you're, you're ripped apart by sound waves. It's so gross. I'm like, Lovely. if you can get past that though, the game is very, it just tells a story without any words or anything. It has no narrative that you, uh, you don't have one line of dialogue. You just have tension and what you see and what you experience. It's about a three hour game and I couldn't put it down. So I just kept on playing the game, but I will say this. The ending of the game is so different than what I would have expected. I just didn't even know what to say. It was like, and and by all means, if you have no intention of playing this game, I would say, watch some videos. And then eventually when you get a feel for the game, watch the ending of the game Mm. because it will blow your mind. You'll be like, what, the hell just happened because that's what i did i'm like and i'd heard about it and i'm like no way this isn't gonna happen and it happened so hmm. it's unnerving in a david cronenberg type of way if you're familiar with david cronenberg he plays with like body horror and like science fiction ways it's very much akin to that so if you don't have the appetite for those type of weird imagery stay away from the game but if you're curious it's well worth playing because so, it is yeah so, so some bad news uh limbo is on Game Pass. Inside is not. So it's not. You, That's surprising. You must purchase or hopefully get this game free like Todd did. Well, I'm sure I sold about 30 copies when I described it, Mark. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, I remember the first time I played Limbo, and I haven't played Inside. Uh, but the first time playing Limbo, same, same kind of thing. The first, yeah. you know, you're walking, you think it's like, okay, cool. Yeah, it kind of looks like I'm a kid. Everything's kind of shadowed. It's like, yeah, I, I can figure this out. And then like some giant spider monster stabs you through the skull. Oh. And you watch it happen. And you're just like, oh, this is what what the hell? What? just what did i what did game the is the rest of the game is just unnerving uh so this sounds like the same kind of thing so if you like limbo sounds like a good game to check out it's a better game limbo though i would say i did not fall off this game at all i felt like ever, all the puzzles made sense it challenged me at times but i felt like it all it didn't have that dissonance of like am, is it me doing it wrong or is it just the mechanics off mm-hmm. and this felt like nope the mechanics are right mm-hmm. um it's kind of like um braid uh, Braid oh, was yeah, a game okay. I really tried to love, but I'm like, I felt like I was fighting the mechanics of that yep. game. I'm like, I understand what trying to do, but it doesn't always work right. So, mm-hmm. um, it, but is this is a thinking man's game, but it's not too difficult. So, I definitely encourage you if you have a curiosity for something that's going to be a little unnerving, mm-hmm. but definitely satisfying until the end, which just lived me puzzled. I'm like, I don't know what to think. Oh well, interesting. All right, yeah. 
Well, that is it for what we've been playing, folks. I've been playing more, but I figured I would just down the main ones. Uh, but we'll get into some new stories really quick um, because we actually had a couple things, big things actually happen for most of the key players. Um, and I would say one of them was the most enjoyable. And we'll let you guys decide which one of those new stories is most enjoyable at the end. But the first one was Sony had its state of play. Uh, this was last Thursday. And I've got to admit, I actually didn't watch it in real time. Um, and... I cannot say that they didn't deliver on what they said they were going to do, but they didn't surprise me at all. And it didn't feel like this was a must-see event. It was felt like I could watch it later, and it kind of delivered on that moment. Mm -hmm. Uh, The only surprise, really, I think a lot of people would say would be the fact that Moss Book 2 was announced, Mm -hmm. which, in a way, this is a big PlayStation VR game, very well-lauded, but and then eventually came to other platforms. But the weird part is right now we are kind of in a limbo state with PlayStation VR because we're supposed to be getting a new one. And I don't think they're actually selling any new PlayStation VR sets. So it's kind of capped for the audience. This is for the hardcore, but there's no really indication of will this come to PlayStation VR 2? Will it be, will you get an upgrade? Will it just be, um, there's still a lot of unknowns. So it's kind of unsatisfying. But if you are a fan of Moss Book 1, which I own Moss Book 1, I think, on Quest, um, and I want to play it, um, it's really not for anybody else. Yeah. Yeah, this is this is kind of thanks for sticking with us. Here you go, I guess. Yeah, I mean, at least they didn't abandon it like a lot of their platforms where you get nothing left over. Like, I think of, like, the Wii, like, year year six where it was like there's nothing there or we you like we're you're four it's like i'm waiting for breath of the wild (laughs) exactly or or even like xbox 360 where they're like uh we're cutting over or no it was xbox the original xbox we're like we're cutting over to xbox 360 because it's dead so at least there's that but yeah yeah, kind of, kind of went with a like a fart, and, and and then if there's any of these announcements, Mark, that you're interested, let me know. But Arcade Again get announced, and that's kind of like a multiplayer shooter that is a full priced game, and I'm just like, I don't know who that's for. It's a tough sell, man. It's a, yeah, we we said this. Uh, what was the game we were talking about a few weeks ago? We said the same thing. Like in a world where Fortnite exists and yeah, Call, Call of Duty Warzone and, and whatever else it's going free, like can you sell a multiplayer game? Battlefront 2042, is that what Battlefront it was? Battlefront yeah. we were talking about. But we also, I think we said uh, that um, the the dodgeball game, they were trying to, they were going to sell oh, yeah, that Echo City, first, 20 bucks. Echo City yeah. they, right? Like, but I, I thought that was, you know, the, and then they kind of switched and they said, you know what, we are going to do this for free up into a certain level. Sure. Unless you have Game Pass, blah, blah, blah. blah. And, and, and I think that kind of worked for them because Knockout City got a lot of attention and kind of mm-hmm. stuck around for a bit. But I, this that approach is is worrisome. So best of luck to them. But uh, I, I would not have a ton of faith in that if, it, if that was my product. Yeah. I'd, I'd be like, oh, guys, can we think of something different? Good luck. Yeah, and I don't know if this is going to be stuck only on play, uh, PlayStation or if it will be on PC. But yeah, at this point, it's like it's very hard to do that, especially with a small audience. And the fact that they're paying for a paying for an early access too, like give us the early access for free mm-hmm. if you like it then maybe we'll pay but yeah that's a, it's a tough sale yeah i mean we even like yeah i don't i don't know what what some developers are thinking like single platform no. paid early access it just it sounds like it's just doa yeah i don't i don't know man it 
this seems like the perfect game that should have been like on PS Plus, like yeah. for free. I was just thinking, yep. like, even Fall Guys or something got a ton of attention because yeah. it was PS Plus. Absolutely. That has since died off, and I think they should have released that on other platforms earlier to kind of keep that sure. buzz going and whatever. Yep. But but at least they kind of got it there, and hopefully it can kind of come back when it hits other platforms. But, like, I don't I don't know who this is for. Who are they? Like, they, they've got to have a hell of a trailer. It's hard not to crack, yeah. I mean, right. it's, it's not a realistic shooter. It's very fun, but we've got Fortnite in that region. So it's like, yeah, it's really hard to play in the space, and I think really need more people doing what, like, Knockout City did versus things like this because it's just, it's like, I don't know who the audience is. Mm-hmm. Uh, next, we got new, uh, new Tribes of Midgard post-launched Post launch content was revealed. This is a game when I saw the, the the trailer for it. I'm like, it looks like kind of like a Diablo like multiplayer mm-hmm. game, but I just didn't feel the what makes it feel special. And I just don't know. Mm-hmm. It's maybe a fun game. It looks like the combat's decent, but it's that Diablo isometric combat with multiple players. Wait, I just wait for a review game. It, it definitely is. It yeah, like what's it could the be good? But like, what's yeah? Why? Why invest? So it uh, looks I like get, a Game Pass game. Yeah. It really does. <laughs> it does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the yeah. The next game though was called Hunters Arena Legends, coming to PS4, PS5, maybe something else. This game just first. I'm like when I heard about, it, I'm like I don't know about this game, but then I watched it. It's a first. It's it's basically an action combat game. It's it's all melee based. It's both PVE and PVP. It's got like an Asian setting with monsters and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it says it combines RPG, MOBA, and many other genres, which I'm like, uh, come on, guys. Do we need everything under the sun? But when I actually watch the gameplay, it looks pretty impressive, at least mm-hmm. from what they're going for from a melee type combat game, which I think that's in the... the, the what is that Ubisoft game? Is it For Honor? Yeah. The, it's kind the, of like that. It's a little bit more, more, a little bit less realistic, yeah. I guess. Yeah, yeah. So I don't. Once again, I don't know. Though I hope this is free again. I hope this game has to be free because I just don't see people paying for multiple multiplayer games like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did I, you get a chance to check it out? Uh, no, no, not the whole thing. I watch bits okay. and pieces or different like individual trailers of of games of people. So that was one that I, I actually missed, sadly. So uh, it does okay. sound interesting from what you're saying though, but uh, yeah, sadly it, 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 it's not a good sign. Like what you're saying, like it may, maybe take this one free or, or something because if, if I didn't see a trailer, it means I didn't hear people gushing about it and, yeah. or, or talking about it a lot. So I didn't go out of my way to check out a trailer. So kind of rough. I don't know. Maybe it's just our, my, my listening group, but I listen to a few PlayStation ish kind of podcasts or a PlayStation adjacent or whatever. And uh, yeah, that's, this was the uh, PlayStation apologist uh, show real for real. Cause I'm like, I came out, I'm like, I don't know, this isn't getting me excited. I was kind of underwhelmed. So, mm-hmm. but others people were like, oh, it showed everything. I'm like, this is, this didn't do much for most people. Uh, really quickly, fist forged and shadow torch. If you like uh, ro- uh, rabbits in a Metroidvania with a big arm, this yep. one's for you. Actually, this one looks fun. Looked, I did see the trailer for that. It looks, it looks weird. I, I like Metroidvania rabbits, giant weird mech, giant arms. Sure. 
Let's go. Uh, <laughs> uh, then we've got Sifu. Uh, I've already talked about Sifu. Basically, yeah. this is a die and you age, but you advance your skills as a martial artist. Uh, kind of like, um, what was it? Watch, or not Watch Dogs. Um, do- oh, God, that, that game from like the 360 area where um, it was a John Woo type action combat game. Sleeping Dogs. Sleep- That's okay. what it was. I never played that. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was a very fun, but it was a lot of melee combat and things like this. This is the same mode, but you age and eventually you will age and die, and that your 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 adventure ends. But it just you 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 age. You look like it in a lot of melee combat, very much like a John Woo uh, melee action game. Yeah. I'm really into this. Yeah, it got delayed to 2022 though. Okay. Yeah, uh, Jet the Far Shore. This game looks like a No Man's Sky exploration mm-hmm. game. No combat. Uh, by the guys who made um, the Super Brothers, they made what is it? Um, the game on iPhone Sword where Super Brothers Sword and Sorcery. So this is kind of like their next Great step game. forward. Okay. Yeah, this one looks a little bit different. Like it's a little bit more like No Man's Sky, and it's all about traversal in a ship. Yep. Yeah, could be neat. I have uh, faith in yeah. that team, so that's cool. Yeah, it could be cool. Um, and then uh, my son is a big fan of Demon Slayer, the anime. They have their game coming out. This is an anime combat game. If you like that series, I think you'll like this. It looks true to its nature. Mm-hmm. Uh, but my son even said, I don't know about that. So if he can't get into it, maybe I can't either. And I probably won't. Uh, then lastly, uh, well, not lastly, but Lost Judgment. I'm interested in this game. It's the sequel to Judgment, which I talked about on this podcast before. It's mm-hmm. Yakuza, but with real-time combat. Yep. And that's uh, the Yes, it is. Versus uh, Judgment did not give you that option. Right. So I'm glad they're changing that. Yeah. Uh, Death Stranding's director's cut, which is not really a director's cut. Uh, thank you, Kojima, for telling us that. It's really like a definitive edition where now they're adding in a cargo catapult, new story missions, a racing mode, a firing range, all these weird things. You can hide in a box. Um, yeah. Who knows? I, I I know I said it last time, but it wasn't the whole point of him going out and starting his own studio. The fact that he didn't have to answer to anyone and didn't have to do absolutely. And then he comes out today and he's like, I don't like that. They're calling it director's cut, but it's like, you name the friggin' thing. Like who, if it's not you who named it director's cut, like might be Sony. Yeah. Sony's doing the same thing with the ghost of Tsushima. I mean, um, it's, it's dumb. They should just not do that. Don't go down the road. Call it definitive edition. Call it whatever you want. Um, the extra edition he had final say over things. I don't like it. Just it, <sighs> I it, it, it the, I don't, mm. that's probably why he's going to Xbox first next game. Mark. Who yeah. Knows? Uh, yeah. That, I, I just, the whole, I, anyway, yep. Death loop. Yes. Yep. And then death loop. We got nine minutes of that. Uh, this game's coming out September. Um, I think you're either in or out of this game. They've shown a lot of it. I don't think we need to see more of it. Cause I think you're in or out. If you like arcane games, I think you'll be into this, but not enough people like arcane games. <laughs> I just can't get into arcane games. Yeah, I really, yeah, I really tried. Yeah. It's uh this, this would be a hundred percent. Like I check it out on game pass, but uh, it's, I think with everything going on with, with, you know, with, 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 Xbox buying Bethesda, um, PlayStation having this as a, an ex- a console exclusive for, I think they said a year. A year, yeah. Um, oh, man, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm just not hearing the hype for, for Sony having this in a, as yep. an exclusive anymore. It's like, you know what? We'll wait the year and have it on Game Pass and like whatever, Sony. Like no one cares anymore. 
Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll give it a try. I definitely will probably get through Game Pass or whatever. Or sorry, uh, through uh, Gamefly. Gamefly, thank you for your support. Um, <laughs> I'll try it out because it, it's going to be a weird time travel loop where you've got to kill an assassin and do those missions. It's kind of got a weird like 1950s, 60s aesthetic with like spies. It sounds cool. I like their worlds, but the, the gameplay just has never linked me. So that's what I need with games. It's Gamefly. Um, but we'll move on to something that I think... Um, goes back to talk what you talked about, Mark, with um, uh, a, a humans uh, destroy all humans, which was if it if it could if, it could, if it, the switch performed better, the the game might have performed better. Mm-hmm. And we got an announcement about a new switch, but it is not fixing that issue. It's not no. So so mm-hmm. as as most people I think listening to this will will know the switch OLED model, which. Could anyone have predicted that name? Everyone thought it was going to be Super Switch, Switch XL, Switch Plus, Switch Pro. The whatever. new Switch. Uh, new new Nintendo Switch XL Plus, whatever. But like just straight up just being like, nah, it's just the OLED model. What are you calling it? OLED model. Like, wow. Thanks, Nintendo. I mean, there's no confusion there, I guess. But uh, the, the marketing team definitely kind of called it in that day. Uh, anyway, so the switch OLED model is just that it's a, I'll say new switch model, but it's basically an OLED screen, a better kickstand, uh, apparently better speakers. Forward firing, I guess, Uh, versus backwards firing. Exactly. Yeah. So, so better, um, projection on the speakers for sure. Uh, but aside from that, yeah, none of the real, I want to say internal upgrades that a lot of us were hoping for. That's not happening. That's that's not not saying that a Switch Pro is still not in the works. But we've been talking for the for a while now that you look at Switch sales, they don't need that Pro to boost their sales. But something like this might sell a few more through the holidays, through the summer, whatever. Or I guess it's not coming out through the summer, so it's coming out in October. So through the holidays, through the winter. Um, and then, you know, maybe give us another year until an actual switch pro or another two years until an actual switch Mm -hmm. pro. So it's still going to be 720 handheld. It's still going to be 1080 on the, there's nothing different on the inside of this that, that anyone has been able to, to suss out of Nintendo. Nintendo has been basically like, yeah, no, it's the same switch, just a slightly nicer screen. It's, It's a little bit bigger. It's a little nicer. OLED should give it kind of deeper blacks and stuff. Let no, no, no burn in. Um, but that's, that's it, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> like Mark, you forgot the land in the, in the, the well, dock. Right. Because you know, why, why not spend $450 on a new system? Uh, or I think they're selling the, the dock for 90 or a hundred dollars when you could spend <sighs> wow. 12 on a USB LAN adapter that I currently have plugged into my switch that works perfectly. The problem I have with that is they're talking about that. Like it's a fantastic feature to have built into the switch when one should have been built in from day one Two, most of their online games suck. Even with that in there, it's great for games like Fortnite and a few things where the online infrastructure is solid already. Fortnite, rocket league, any of those games that aren't Nintendo games, but Nintendo, for the most part, does not have their online infrastructure in any place that it should be in this day and age. So you're still going to get lag 
if Nintendo's servers are horse crap, and most of them are. So no, it doesn't matter. I've played Smash Brothers on two plugged-in connections, end-to-end, plugged in. Mine's plugged into a fiber connection. I know the person I was playing with was plugged into a high-speed connection. Not 100% sure what the speed was, but I was guaranteed that it was a high-speed connection. It still was like playing at two frames per second. We basically ended up FaceTime calling each other and saying, like, this is unplayable. Thanks. Oh. Like, it's not going to solve bad internet infrastructure like it's just it's not a solution to anything and again buy it for twelve dollars on amazon and plug it into your current switch problem solved if that if that's actually you know something you're concerned about um and it does help if you're playing games like fortnite rocket league those games like i said awesome do it uh but i I don't know if my switch breaks this will be the one i get but i'm not rushing out for an upgrade Yeah, it's an interesting thing because a lot of people have talked about the OLED is going to be a great screen. I will say this. Most OLEDs, though, are tied, that most people are familiar with, are tied to really good hardware, like the LGs. It is HDR, all of these things that really bring it to life. Mm -hmm. The Switch is just not great hardware. Like the OLED is on uh, Apple, like higher-end Apple products, Samsung products, where you've got hardware to make it come to life. Mm -hmm. Um, This is still going to make your bad resolution not look better it's going to make the colors look better but beyond that nobody said the switch wasn't colorful enough to begin with so to me it's like it's not answering a question anybody cared about and the resolution is going to look worse because it's a bigger screen absolutely so absolutely it's going something if you, thought, destiny, yeah. if you thought that the the switch if you think the switch right now if you think there's a game that looks bad on the switch at, all you're doing is blowing it up. Like, like you just said that the pixel density is getting bigger, which I, you know, take a low resolution image on your phone or your computer or something, and then just enlarge it. And it doesn't look better. If you shrink it down, it looks better, but that's, you know, that's just physics. Yeah. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's not solving any problems, but you know what, if you're excited about this, awesome. If you're ready for a new switch, if you're one of the, four people in the world that don't have a switch at this point. Cause it's sold uh, s- such a ridiculous number, especially in the last year. But like, I know people that are still looking for switches that haven't been able to get them that, you know, they, they just wanted to get one this year. This is a fantastic option. I'm not going to say it's not. If you're looking for a new switch, like I said, if mine breaks, I I've had my switch since it launched. If mine breaks in you know, October, I'll be happy to get this one. Hundred percent. It's a it's a worthwhile upgrade, but I'm not. It's it's not one of those upgrades that's going to be like, oh yeah, I hundred percent need this day one, for me yeah. anyway. I don't know. It's- yeah, it's a profit play really because I know Nintendo apparently bought these screens, these low res screens from Samsung, and I got a great deal on it. So, and at this point, they haven't changed the chipset, so their their profit is going out of the, out of the sky. And typically, when you see upgrades like these, um, where uh, that's like you know, almost halfway through its life, we saw like the last one I thought of was like the Xbox One S. The Xbox One S was cheaper. In a better system, had a 4K uh, Blu-ray drive, mm-hmm. performed better, was quieter, did all these things. Nintendo did the opposite. Let's, we're going to give you something a little bit slightly better, but we're not going to improve the ergonomics. And they already have a handheld system that's cheaper, 
and easier to get. So really, if yeah, to your point, Mark, if you do not have a Switch yet, you've waited and you want to pay more than the current model you might be able to get, I guess this is for you. But yeah, I'm just waiting till my original Switch. I, I hope it doesn't die. Mm-hmm. I just want it to last because at this point, I don't play it enough that I'm like, what's what's the rationale? I mean, I guess it would be Breath of the Wild 2 or, or something that I've got to play. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I really just, I, I just feel frustrated that, once again, we talk about Nintendo doing the least amount for the most amount of profit. And this is kind of in their wheelhouse. So I think I lost my bet, Mark, because I said, we're getting a new Switch for Breath of the Wild 2 launch in March. I'm right. screwed. Yeah, And I think we're not actually going to get a Switch Pro. I think we're just going to limp along until we get Switch 2. In 2023 well yeah i mean that that's uh, i think it's going to be difficult to determine what is switch pro and what is switch two and, and maybe we'll yeah. have an episode where we where we determine that because i don't want to yeah. get into that right now but no. I, I think bobby always said this the nintendo guru always said that he thinks the switch is kind of nintendo's end game this is a 20 year product. This isn't, this isn't a a generation. This is, this is their form factor. You look at the, the game boy line, you know, game boy, game boy, color, game boy, advance, even where, cause, cause game boy advance could play the old game boy games. Even, even the Nintendo DS could play the game boy advance games and, and game boy games. So, if you look at that kind of a continuation and that kind of a legacy, yes, there were new games that couldn't play on the old hardware, but the old hardware could play on the new stuff. So like that was one hell of a long lifespan. Uh, Even if you look at just the DS, so you have the Nintendo DS, the DS Lite, DS XL, 3DS, blah, blah, blah. Like that, these are, are concepts, I'll say design concepts that had, a ridiculously long shelf life. And I, I, I think he was really, really right with that, where this is Nintendo's concept. So it's going to be tough when, when they make a distinction of, is this, is this going to be a 3DS, like a DS to 3DS kind of jump where there's going to be a clear, like you can only play this game on this new hardware, or is it going to be a, a, a different, I, I think, yeah, let's, Let's save that for a future episode because I think that's going to be an interesting conversation of what defines a Switch 2 versus a Switch Pro. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, and I think it would be very hard for Nintendo to say your old games won't work, especially how much people put into it because that would be hard selling and saying why you can't because, oh, maybe it's a Joy-Con restriction. But when I'm like, you know what? I hate that. That would make me hate the Joy-Cons even more. Oh, well, know about that. Uh, but we're going to end the, the, the news uh, stories with one that was a lot of fun. So, yeah. kids, do you like nostalgia for the 90s, bad-looking clothes, uh, even worse, like pop music? Well, you know what? We've got something for you. All for One is back, and they've made a deal with Xbox to basically remix their song. Uh, all it, What was it? Um, uh, I Swear. Uh, and they have made it all about all the all access program. It's all there. Oh, and this watched so this, good. It made a music video. They rechanged the song. They had a girl who was in love with her Xbox One from the beginning, and she's having dinner with it, playing games. And then one day she realizes it's just not enough anymore, Mark. <laughs> she finds love with a 
a, a better person, better better console that that appreciates what she does, yeah. and it's affordable. And now it's a long term relationship for two years right. with Xbox Game Pass and an Xbox Series S. I it's absolutely there. love this Xbox All Access. It's yeah, like you said, you get the the Game Pass, you get the Series X or the Series S, and uh, it's. I thought this was so fantastic. They send out some awesome press kits with like neon jackets and the, the box is shaped like a boom box. I absolutely got one, I believe. And he did a yeah, little, uh, yeah. really some his, fun his stuff with photo it. Shoot was amazing. Uh, and it was funny the day he got that and he did the photo shoot, my son was wearing, I swear, like the exact same shorts. Like he had these bright <laughs> neon kind of shorts. And when I was getting Finn dressed in the morning, I was like, these shorts look straight out of the nineties, dude, but you're rocking them with your little dinosaur shirt and your neon shorts. And then I, I log on social media and I see Brock posting these on the Twitter. I think is where I first saw them, but he posted on Instagram too. And I was like, this is fantastic. And Finn's wearing the same shorts, but like the, it was just, it was so good. Like the, this whole campaign has just been a knockout and uh, I I love it. I want them to just keep doing wacky stuff like this. This is awesome. Did you see the other one they did where it was um, they used um, uh, oh god the band uh, look at this photograph Nickelback. Um, Nickelback and they took it but they said basically look at this console playing with another console's controller and it showed the DualShock Four playing uh x cloud and they made fun of nickelback it was great okay but nickelback singing it they just used the right. lyrics and yeah yeah all yeah. right yeah That's yeah awesome. yeah I, I, after watching the video that i i realized i'm like we've got the two guys singing and the other two guys are just hanging on the background doing nothing did they actually ever sing in this video i don't know they're, it was weird. I'm like, are they just like hype men or the dancers? Yeah, just a little background, you know, like I, but that, that again, that was so nineties R and B. They have these oh, yeah. groups and a lot of times Who could sing? songs. Well, or, or, you know, one was a producer, but he was still in the video or one was the yeah. rapper, but for a non rap song, like he just kind of stood there, like just kind of vibing. Okay, one that's like 55 years old. <laughs> Yeah, you know, like it doesn't matter, right? Like they were always yeah. in every music video. It didn't matter mm-hmm. if it was R and B, pop, whatever it was. Like you'd get that that there was just the person in the band that yeah. for that song he had to sit out and it was just vibing. And it did like the, even you'd get bands like like Lincoln Park or something that would release a song and it'd be like you know Mike was just kind of sitting there because this is a non-rapping song. He'd like <laughs> do something and just kind of like cool. be, be yep. hanging out. There's like, it was, it was just all just perfect for me. Even, even that, like, even if they had nothing to do in this video, like hundred percent, that was the nineties. Mark, you got to get on that uh, Xbox Canada bandwagon, man. They're getting all the sweet swag. They're going to oh, hype yeah. you up. Yeah, that's, that's it. Yeah. Xbox Canada. This, uh, you know, I love you. So, we t- I think I we do too. I'm not even pass, uh, yeah game pass more than more than anything uh, especially yeah we'll just send them the episode with with Joe where we give uh, 17 game pass plugs in the first five minutes um, well if we eventually do what I have planned Mark we will be working with Xbox in a way well that is it for the news round folks if you have any requests for news stories you want us to cover in the future let us know and we will give our two cents 
or if you have questions for us, definitely let us know. But now we're in the bonus round. So, Mark, you kicked off uh, the fact that you were playing a game that really got you through a tough spot. Um, because sometimes you just need something to take your mind off things when the world's kicking you in, in the nuts. And, and that's what's great about games. Sometimes you have a game that uh, puts you in a mood, maybe it maybe gets you through a tough time. And I think we've all had that. And um, so in, in just the, the sense of you asked the, 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 the world, what were their comfort games and their good mood games? So um, we had a couple of responses. Yeah. So I, I put this out, uh, I think I said at the start of the show on, on both Twitter and discord. So I'll, uh, I'll look at the Twitter responses and maybe you can, you can grab a few off of discord. Cause I know we had some, some results on both. So, so my wife right before we started recording, she said, Oh, right. I have to respond. We were Ooh, sitting on the couch together. I have to. <laughs> she said, uh, I said, you, you don't have to, I'm going to read these on the show. And she said, absolutely. I'm going to, do a big run on sentence and make fun of you. So this is, this is her response that I promised I'd read on air. Uh, she said, any game that we can play together. I like playing games that we can work together on and laugh or games where I can beat you. Ha ha. Uh, I added the ha ha, but as she was writing it, she actually did a ha ha. Uh, and then she added, because then I'm not sad anymore and I'm great instead. So she was very happy and, and she does, she likes either like the Lego games that we can just kind of turn our brains off and play those together and work towards something. And she can just Hulk smash her way through things, or she likes kicking my ass at, at, you know, Mario party or something. So either one, she's, she's just usually generally happy. Uh, when we're working together or she's, she's beating me senseless in a game, uh, only in a game though, folks, uh, take it, take it to the streets or don't, don't take it to the streets. Take it to the, take the virtual things there. Anyway, Dojo. Uh, jo- <laughs> Joel, AKA Falcon, uh, came in with a few. So he said, I have a few go-to games, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, Splatoon 2, Tetris 99, Donkey Kong Country 1 or 2 for SNES and Super Mario World. Also, I promise I'm not sad all the time, even though my list is long. I get it. I like having a few games, like just for comfort food. You know, if if, if it's, it doesn't have to be a devastating kind of like, you know, I lost my dog kind of situation to be able to be like, you know what? Today was kind of a crap day. I'm going to go play Super Mario World. And that is one of my go-tos, Super Mario World, every single time or Super Mario Brothers 1. Uh, every single time makes me happy. I will very likely break one or both of those out this week and uh, just didn't happen in the last couple of days because Skylanders happened instead and, and destroy all humans for the review uh, to, to make sure I played enough of that to, to talk about it in a, in a good way. Um, that is a hundred percent. One of I thought this one was a good response though, because he had a mix of new games and old games. And I, I do like being able to play some happy, bright new games, but a lot of time I do find myself going back to older games because it's like, this reminds me of when I was a kid and I had nothing to care about and I can mm-hmm. play Pokemon or super Mario brothers or whatever. So I, I liked that response. And uh, the, one of the best names on Twitter 
and most descriptive names on Twitter came in with the results. So this is from Chris Wants NHL 94 Rewind on Nintendo Switch. You can find him at NHL 94 Rewind and uh, give give Chris a little like. Uh, he he plays Zelda 2. And uh, you thought Good that game. was a great pick. Yep, great pick. I uh, do, I do. Yes. So so that's uh, that's that. So so Joel, aka Falcon, uh, Loren, and and Chris. Thank you very much for the Twitter responses. Uh, that all, all great choices. All whatever makes you happy is is awesome, and that's basically what we what we wanted to talk about. So before we jump into the Discord stuff, Todd, what what makes you happy? What what do you have some go to games? Wow. Um, so I, I it's kind of funny because I have a, I have a couple of different categories. So fighting games. Um, for some reason, fighting games are just my way to just have a good time, take my mind off things. It's pick up and you don't have to, you know, it's not a game where you feel like you have to go back and finish it. It's just another round with my son. It was super smart, super smash brothers ultimate. Mm. He and I just, it's our way to just kind of let off some steam and no matter what's going on, if we got mad at each other, we can go and take it out on the course and I'll be some dumb character like Rob the Robot and he'll get mad at me and he'll play like uh, somebody that's too good. And and I just, I basically become a troll, but a bad troll. Like, oh, look at you so good and look at me so bad. And, you know, and that's what it's all about. You know, just ways to just be dumb and stupid, take your mind off things. Um, I, I just enjoy that a lot. And, and I, and when it's that with Logan and then for myself, I'm a huge Tekken fan. It's the reason why I got the original PlayStation one. I love playing Tekken. I love just going back to my old favorites and just, um, just seeing if I've still got it and just seeing how far I can get. And then watching the stupid cutscenes at the end. I love it when it's got, you've got the, the, the dinosaur, uh, that you fight with the king guy, uh, Tiger King or whatever his name, not Tiger King. That was a different thing. Uh, <laughs> but I just love it. I just love fighting games. They just make me happy. I'm not good at them, but they are just mindless violence, especially the Mortal Kombat games. I love those. So those take my mind off things when I'm having a bad day mm-hmm. and uh, I need something to get me a good mood is over the top violence, Mark. I think that's a solution to all our problems. You, you know what? There, There's something to be said about that because as much as uh, like so far, most of the games I've said, aside from destroy all humans, which, which is, is that kind of mindless destruction and stuff, but there is something to be said about that. Like catharsis of like when you're having like an angry set, like most of the, like, the last few days have just been like sad and I needed something bright and happy to, to pick me up. But like, sometimes you're just like pissed off of the world and like something like doom for me is very like just, I, I'm not stuck in a room with demons. The demons are stuck in a room with me and they're mm-hmm. going to pay. And uh, there's there's really something amazing about those games. And I, I don't know it, what that says about us as gamers of like, or, or maybe maybe it's a healthy escape or something, but like that's any anytime in the past, people have talked about, yeah. Oh, gamers are violent and this, this, that, whatever. And it, but for, for me, it's, it's getting that aggression out in a way that is, is just left on the screen. I can, I can go through and kill a bunch of demons or, or, or run through Wolfenstein and kill a bunch of mechanical Nazi things or, or whatever it is. And it, it, it just, it, you just leave it all on that digital kind of realm. And, and it's, 
it's a very, very cathartic kind of feeling. So there's something to be, to be said about those. Uh, and I, I think depending on the pick me up that you need, there's, there's a, a we're, we're lucky uh, that we have so many games to choose from, especially on game pass where you can get your first three months for just a dollar and uh, access to over a hundred high quality games. I had to get one in. I had to get one in. Uh, but it, it is amazing that there, there's so much choice that, like I said, when it, when it's just sad, you, you can play something bright and happy and, and, and just fun. Uh, but when you're, when you're angry, you can work th- through things there. And I, I think that's, uh, I think it's amazing as gamers that we have that, that option. So you want to jump through some of the discord, uh, Oh yeah, yeah. So uh, you know, want to thank the folks in Discord for uh, their comments. So Matthew Keel, aka Infinite underscore Rewind, great guy. We've had the we've had him on the podcast before. Uh, Matt said games that gets him through the tough times were Eco and the Shadow of Colossus helped him get through X-ray school. The calming feeling of helping Yorda by simply holding her hand is something no game has repeated as well as that did for me. Each Colossus felt like a different milestone in learning diagnostic medical imaging and the ultimate fate of the protagonist took me, took on a meaning of rebirth rebirth for me as I entered a new career. I have others, but I want to take too much of your precious time. Thank you, Matt, for that. You're a very introspective gamer. Absolutely. Um, and then we have famous Seamus, the most yeah. Seamus of all the fame, famous of the, man, I screwed that up. I can't even say the, the most, most famous of all the Seamuses. Exactly. Yes. I, I, I'm happy that COVID's <laughs> opening up. I might, uh, might, might get up to Halifax soon and be able to. to oh, that's fantastic! I would love see, to see, see a real, yeah, a real meeting in real life. I'd love to see pictures of that. Big right, well, hugs for one. There, There's one on Twitter I posted from a couple of years oh, ago okay. at a local con. I met up with Seamus, uh, waiting in line to meet. Oh shoot! Someone. We were both there. There's a voice actor. I can't remember his name right now. Uh, oh, cool. But uh, but met up with Seamus. That was a, it was an awesome meeting, and I, I'd love to do it again. I'd love to see that uh, that that fantastic fellow again. So Seamus, uh, thank you for coming. You're not too late. Obviously, we we saw it as we were recording. I saw this come in on my phone, so I'm glad you, yeah. made, you made it in under the wire. Uh, sorry, Todd, continue. Oh yeah, he said we play, which I really thought was interesting because that was the game people just bought for the extra yeah. Wiimote. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Like he said, game. when I was younger and stressed, uh, my dad and I would play the shooting mini game in Wii Play. It was one of the few games, aside from Tetris, that he can play with the whole game just being point and shoot. Super Mario Galaxy, another game I played while growing up. I played Mario Galaxy so many times that I can probably play the game blindfolded. I usually played it when I was stressed out. The game just had a, cal- uh, a calming nature to me, and I think the music in particular. Uh, the theme for Space Junk Galaxy, uh, oh, specifically. Yeah. Uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales. This one uh, is actually more recent. And then uh, Super SMMM. Spider-Man Miles Morales. I'm just torturing this. Uh, I work retail, and since I had to deal with that along with COVID, not being able to see several family members, it was nice returning home from a crazy shift to swing around New York City in one of my favorite games of 2020. I totally agree. Mark, get with it, man, and play that game. I really need to. And that that reminds me of of another game. A lot of people did not like this game, but anyone that listened to co-op mode for any amount of time might remember that I had two grandparents die within a few weeks of each other and my escape was Anthem. Uh, mm-hmm. Very similar reasons to my, Miles Morales here from, from Seamus was I would come home and everything sucked and I would get my suit of armor and I'd fly away. 
And I burned out hours of that game just flying, just just cruising around and just getting away. And I'd see something, I'd land, I'd check it out. Um, part of it was that, again, that catharsis of, of just wrecking through things as this Iron Man ninja. But a lot of it was just that that wrapping myself in in the the suit and and being able to just fly away from the problem so i totally get that swinging around and that feeling of just like i'm just out here on my own nothing can touch me uh i get that one seamus i i really feel that one i did want to touch on one more game that uh i I just thought of it now because it was it just it actually takes me back uh, my dad passed away in 2007, and it was a rough time. Um, and there's a game that I didn't expect it to impact me, but it definitely made me feel like I wasn't alone. And that game was Journey. Mm. Journey is all about a game where you feel like you're on your own. But as you're going through the game, you find others. And they connect with you in a nonverbal way. And for some reason, a game that's so short no dialogue and really no understanding of what your main quest is, except going forward to finish your journey. And it just made me feel connected in a way I, at the time didn't really feel connected. I felt like I was just not able to deal with what was going on and, and it was hard. Um, so in a way it was probably the only game I've ever cried before. But I, at the end of them, I just felt like uh, just a weight lifted off my shoulders. Mm. And that is an amazing thing that gaming can truly bring, bring that a lot of other mediums just can't because you're just along for the ride versus games. You're taking that journey, that step forward, that, that effort, like games like Celeste people have talked about yeah. that have given them that feeling of connection or realization or making them feel like they matter. Mm. And that's awesome. So yeah, sometimes games are just distracting because they're dumb fun, but sometimes they can, make you feel like you're part of something kind of like uh that's why people play games together because yeah you want to get away from things but you also want to be around your friends that make you feel good and connected um especially when we can't right when when we're we're miles apart um so yeah so mark you need to see seamus and the good news is i'm gonna see rich davenport awesome a member of the see your friends unite community uh actually podcast family um on friday So this is going to be a good time. Yeah, we're going to hang out and have a good time at a pinball bar. Cool. I love pinball. I was just looking at an old pinball machine that I I got when I was a kid. It's currently up in Finn's room. It's it's in pretty rough shape, but uh, I I might try to restore it a little bit because it's it's just a tiny little machine. It's it's on a bookshelf right now, but I put so much time into that when I was a kid and – and and now it's 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 up there, but uh, pinball is awesome, man. That's another one that I again I was looking at tonight, and I was just remembering just like being in my room and playing pinball, and I I loved pinball so much, and still do. But like that was that that specific one thing, I just sit on my room, and just just play pinball, and like just whatever, it just escape into the high score as it can be something that simple, right? It doesn't have to be a big, crazy experience. And like you said, it's, it's so good to have all of these escapes as gamers. We're, we're, we're kind of blessed to have such a, a diverse 
hobby. So uh, thank you everyone for sharing those. They absolutely they're they're helping me this week hearing everyone's stories about uh, whether it's just reaching out and saying you know like like I said before we, we experienced the same thing or or just sharing these games. This is uh, this is great. Thank you guys. Thank you everyone. Yes. Thank you, everyone. We want to hear more from you, though, because you make this podcast uh, really fun to do, and we love it when you're involved. So uh, we'll have more guests in the future, and maybe you know a guest you want us to have on, and we'd love to hear from you. And Mark, how can people connect with us? Well, they could uh, follow us on Twitter. The uh, underscore Canardian is uh, is my my Twitter handle. Uh, at T Oxer is Todd's, or you can follow Secret Friends U at Secret Friends U. And, uh, and get the whole rundown of all of the shows there. Uh, you can also follow us at secretfriendsunite.com. That's kind of the catch-all for everything. So we're also uh, looking, actively looking right now for, for contributors. If you want to write something, a review, uh, an article, I've been putting up a few things there. We've, we've all kind of thrown a, a few things uh, at the website, but we want some more stuff more is better and uh, whatever you want we can we can find a, a space for it um even even like cosplay photos and stuff like that if you want to share some stuff there we we've got places for it so uh send me your oh, ideas thinking, geek layers donnie donnie from uh psvg was posting his videos of all of his cool like uh background lights yeah. for all of his consoles yeah any like anything we're building the website ourselves if you if you think we need yeah. something or you you want a place to share anything anything let, let us know we'll make it work and and we want some some great contributors so uh so let us know there um if you want to play with us uh on on different uh things i'm i think just Canardian on Xbox. I don't think there's the the uh, and and you're uh, Sparty on 1998 on uh, PSN and Sparty on 98 on Xbox and Switch. Correct. Thanks, PlayStation. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> so you can also, uh, like Todd said before, you can find us on YouTube and podcast services. Please subscribe, rate if you can. We always appreciate it. And of course, share with your friends. Uh, you can also follow me. A bit. I've been trying to do some more stuff on Instagram and trying to kind of boost up my Instagram presence. Um, so so follow me there. I'm, I'm the underscore Canardian, I believe, on, on Instagram as well. Uh, I should double check that to make sure, which I'm going to do right now while I'm just kind of vamping the underscore Canardian. Yes, I got it right. All right. So there, Instagram or Twitter. Uh, and I'm going to try to just keep on posting some more stuff. I, I want, um, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I just kind of like the other day, I was just thinking like, I, I just got to like try to post more, more on there. Absolutely. More photos. I like taking photos of stuff. And, uh, and now that Finn's kind of, getting an interest in some nerdy stuff and just some fun stuff in general. I, I, I there'd be a little bit of like Finn stuff, but also like a little bit of gaming stuff and, and star Wars stuff. I'm sure. So if any of that sounds interesting, uh, hit me up on Instagram. Perfect. Um, and also I'm wearing a shirt. Mark is not, but he will be wearing shirts in the future. We have shirts. They're on T public seek French unite. Check us out there. If you like any of our gear, if you want us to create any new designs, let us know what you'd like to see. Um, I think the best one though is it's our images. Um, and I'm hoping, uh, people, uh, will get to get those shirts in the future or stickers, anything you want. Yeah. Um, still no hot pants, Mark. 
Still no hot pants, still no hats. Uh, I don't know what they're doing over at Tee Public, but uh, I, I do like their stickers. Uh, I even have like a couple of the Tee Public masks. Uh, they're they're pretty good. I like them. They're, they're they Perfect. make some some all right stuff. Excellent. Well, that is it for the show. Thanks for being with us, guys. Uh, we will see you again in two weeks. And remember, folks, it's always better to game together. <laughs>